Worshipful brethren, brethren all, welcome to Freemasonry in seven minutes or less. As we've covered in a previous episode, the Masonic liturgy has several connotations, the relevance of being the seventh letter in the alphabet being just one of them. So for a completely different perspective on what you usually expect from a lecture on the Masonic liturgy, I now pass over to Brother Angel. As you know, I have um, um, a... I don't know what the expression is, um, an interest in Freemasonry and China or a Chinese origin for Freemasonry. Uh, last time, uh, in a, a recent uh, podcast, we talked about the three lesser lights. And mm-hmm. in fact, this actually continues from that conversation. Uh, so everybody in Freemasonry understands the the meaning of the letter G. Well, interestingly, a Taoist temple has a similar inscription above its altar. A Taoist altar is not placed in any cardinal direction because they believe that the energy from the universe comes from all directions. Uh, Secondly, Rather than having an officer seated in the most prominent part of the temple, there is an altar, and on the altar there are dishes of fruits, flowers, and even tea, cups of tea. Also on the altar are the three candles representing the sun, the moon, and the universe, or in Chinese called Wu Qi, the void of all potential. The three officers stand at the side of this altar, uh, two on one side and one on the other. And on the wall above the altar, where in a Freemason's lodge there is uh, the letter G, in in the Chinese Taoist temple are the words Ming Ming Shang Di, meaning enlightened God. Uh, So the character for Ming Um, is also the name of a dynasty, the Ming dynasty, is interesting because it means both light and brightness, and itself is a compound character. So it is made up of two characters, for one for the sun and one for the moon. So the sun and moon together, they mean brightness. And when the character is written twice, such as Ming Ming, then it doesn't mean light, but it means enlightened. So we have enlightened God. Two of the officials in the temple who are called commanders because they give out commands to the uh, the faithful, they represent each the sun and the other the moon. And the third uh, commander is known as the light transmitting master, and it's his job to bring the light from the, uh, from the what well, we would say from the east, but from the um, Wu Qi, which is the, um, the, the void of all potential. So as uh, the, the form of um, Taoism that I attended was called Yi Guan Dao, This is a philosophical Taoism, and so the three officers are also said to represent the three great Chinese philosophers, namely Lao Tzu, Confucius, and Mencius. 
So hmm. when the uh, candidate is asked um, about the three lesser lights, he, he said, on being brought to light, what did you first discover? And he answers, the three great lights in masonry by the help of the three lesser. So what this suggests to me is that we can understand the three great lights only by reading the teachings of the three great philosophers, Lao Tzu, who wrote the Tao Te Ching, Confucius Analects, and, uh, and Comensis Book of Mencius. Here we see that there's actually uh, an anomaly, because how can we understand the Bible by reading Chinese philosophy? Well, the point is that the first three grandmasters, when I think they tried to uh, relate a spirit, Chinese spiritual initiation to a Western understanding, they had to make some adjustments. Uh, for example, Masons wear white gloves instead of washing their hands as Taoists do when they enter a temple. In Taoism, the sacred text is the I Ching. And so from a Chinese perspective, uh, reading Chinese philosophy to understand the I Ching would be appropriate. So following the transmission of light to the candidate, the Taoist master then teaches the new follower the three treasures, namely the secret word, the seal, which is a way to hold the, your hands, and the importance of the transmission of light. And these correspond to the three, um, we don't call them treasures, but the, the three things that are taught in the lodge, uh, the sign of the degree, the word and the token. And so I feel that these, um, this correspondence is so so tight that, um, uh, that Taoism to me seems to be the origin of speculative masonry that was rewritten in seven between 1717 and 1725, in my humble opinion. <laughs> I think there's a there's rather solid grounds from that information to to lend credence to the hypothesis. But the the, the symbol of the sun and the moon together that's a very important symbol. That's cross cultural. That's an extremely ancient motif. As yep. we we're talking about the three lights of Freemasonry. But yeah. <sighs> Well, you don't, like you say, there's no other system in, in, in the world that uses light to initiate. There's only two. Yes. Yes. And um, they're, they're quite close to it. Yes. Well, wow. so the, 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 altogether, I found, I think, uh, 23 correspondences between Taoism and Freemasonry. So in the lodge, there are at least um, six or seven correspondences and in the ritual there's another um at least uh, 12 or 14 so yes <laughs> yeah. i think my, my so hypothesis is information to Europe. <laughs> sorry <laughs> i think it's fairly yes. well i i'm convinced i even <laughs> I'm I'm fairly convinced on that one, but yes, the, the lack of the, the dark ages, the the lack of contact between China and India would have been a um a, a, a loss a loss of a certain spiritual or philosophical system, and then when trade trade links would have established 
the link again, then the bringing back of the information would have seen this recovering of lost information, lost information from the East. Yeah, so that's, um, yes. that's an interesting topic. Well, and because, you know, the well, things in China were so popular from the 1650s onwards until uh, China locked its doors to the West in 1830-something, uh, and then the Opium War mm -hmm. started, and so China was no longer the, the flavor of the week, so to speak. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Goodness me. Well, we'll leave that one there as we yeah. could spend an eternity talking about that. Rightly so, but we'll leave that for the information that we discovered in the books, which can be found on Amazon. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> so we now part on the square and we will meet soon. Thank you and goodbye. Goodbye.